and now prominent Republican strategist and pollster and advisor to President Trump, John McLaughlin, for his insight into the president's campaign. President Trump now seen by many uh, many Americans as what a New York Times columnist called the candidate who represents for most a return to normalcy. And John, always good to see you. What does the next month look like to you? Well, I think what's going on is a battle for second place between Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley. Donald Trump has a decisive lead. He's secured his base. He's done so many good things for Iowa where, you know, the idea of uh, uh, what he's done with the tariffs, with uh, China, et cetera, bringing dollars to farmers, protecting the corn growers with their ethanol industry, et cetera. So he has done great things for Iowa. Plus, what's more important is Iowa voters, anybody who goes out to a caucus, on a cold night on January 13th to hang around for a little bit and then finally get to vote. Those are real patriotic people. And uh, they are the, the Trump campaign has a great organization. It's driven. Uh, their captains are driving out 10 for Trump. They're bringing new people into the caucuses. So while while Nikki Haley and DeSantis, you know, battle for second, uh, as DeSantis collapses, we're picking up votes from DeSantis and Nikki Haley's uh, you know, she's pouring in tens of millions of dollars from these American oligarchs that support amnesty, tra- free trade with China to send our jobs over there and 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 basically oppose putting up the wall and, and securing the border. Uh, you know, those are her friends. And, and so Iowa voters are not going to be fooled. Donald Trump's going to win and and uh, uh, in Iowa. And, the you know, the, there's a battle for New Hampshire where, you know, Ron DeSantis has collapsed there. And again, Nikki Haley is getting lots of support from these billionaire never Trumpers to try to basically take away control of the Republican Party from Donald Trump and give it back to the rhino establishment, which is right. scary. And, and, you know, I mean, the New Hampshire voters are realizing they now have a border with Canada where they're getting illegal immigration from the north. And, and they've got a and they've got a governor out, uh, you know, just doing everything he can for the establishment candidate uh, Nikki Haley, who's never obviously seen a wall she once built on the uh, southern border. She wants more of those illegal immigrants as long as the oligarchs are calling for them. And oh yeah, why don't we do something for the military-industrial complex? Let's just bomb the hell out of something, uh, whether it's in Europe or whether it is in uh, uh, you know somewhere in the Middle East. I, I mean, she's all in with the oligarchs, I, I, and she's. Expecting to be considered for for a, a high office, this is scary stuff. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And when you and when you think about it, you know, New Hampshire's what's great is it's the live free or die state. It's two hundred fifty years ago since the Boston Tea Party, and they're close by, etc. And when you think about it, Nikki Haley, uh, you know, I know that they've you know they've gone after on raising gas taxes too, but she was in favor of the fair tax, and. Right. And fair tax in theory might work, but in reality, a 23% national sales tax on food, cars, homes, really bad idea. But to a lot of these oligarchs, it makes sense because that way you can punish the working middle class of America. Sure. And sure. they'll get a lot of money with the, like a national bat. And they won't, you know, they won't cut the income tax or get rid of it. So it's like, again, this is her candidacy represents these oligarchs controlling the the exploited working men and women of America. And that's what Donald Trump stands for. And they are going all out to stop us in New Hampshire and we are going to beat them.
Donald Trump, I, I think he has absolutely the best political messaging uh, in American history. Apparently, Joe Biden is a little upset about his falling poll numbers. <laughs> now, this is coming from his aides. I personally don't believe he even could recognize what a poll is or the number. But his aides are saying that's what he's doing. Uh, your reaction to his poll numbers uh, and how could they be otherwise? Um, they're accurate. They finally caught up with our polls. But in the meantime, I think you underestimate Biden. Now, he is he, he is showing his age a lot more than Trump. But I'll tell you, it's not age. The corruption from Biden. He's really worried that if he loses the White House, you know, right now they can stop. They can stop an impeachment hearing because of the briberies and the corruption and scandal. But they they won't be able to stop a real investigation that uh, that would go into his family where they've taken these tens of billions of dollars of bribes if Donald Trump is president. And on the other hand, what's more important is the American people see through this. In that poll that we just did right before Christmas in in uh, uh, across the country, 67% of all voters say that the indictments of Donald Trump was just politics. 60, yeah. uh, another 58% say that uh, that Joe Biden played a role in this. So the majority of Americans think that Joe Biden, and they're accurate, they're right from all the evidence, appointed Jack Smith, basically got Fannie Willis, got Alvin Bragg, got Letitia James, all to go after his opponent, Donald Trump. And they think this is about stopping Trump from running for president in 49 to 38. They think there's a double standard of justice among all voters. They say 56% to 34. And they also say, let the voters decide who the president's going to be, not the courts, 56 to, to 36. So the voters want to decide. President. So that's, by the way, my poll has Trump at 47 percent, but 56 percent of the voters say, let this decide. There's voters out there that are undecided that are thinking of voting for Donald Trump. But if you throw him off the ballot, that decision's taken away. And, exactly. And, and, yeah. and it's, you know, I'm sure you have feelings about it like most Americans, but Donald Trump has you know, never been charged with insurrection, never been convicted of insurrection. But Joe Biden thinks and he said it publicly. He said that he's he he, he firmly believes Donald Trump is violated the 14th Amendment somehow. And the last yeah, time those Biden Democrats did this. Did yeah, you know, Abraham Lincoln and started a civil war? John, let, let's look at these polls. Uh, some polls show the president up as much as 50 percent, some more. Uh, and it, it, you go over to real clear politics and you see some rather more modest margins. What, what's going on? Well, I, th I think, you know, there's been a more competitive. The early states are more competitive. However, buyer beware, even though I'm a pollster and do it for a living, uh, statistics are an inexact science and people, God forbid, but they play games with polls. So in December, in December in New Hampshire, the, this poll's not on the Real Clear Politics average, but there's uh, an American research group manufactured a poll right before Christmas that had Trump only on four points in New Hampshire. Now, what's really interesting about that is every other poll in December on the Real Clear Politics average has him up someplace between 14 points and 30 points. And it depends upon how many independents you put in the poll versus 
uh, versus Republicans. Among the Republicans, for example, in St. Anson poll, Trump's up 56-22. Among the UMass YouGov poll in New Hampshire, Trump's up 59-22. Among the CBS YouGov poll, we're, among Republicans, we're up 52-24. And then they have us running even or a little ahead among the independents. But then the percent of independents that they have in the poll, uh, so like in 2016, when Trump won New Hampshire, only a third were independents, two-thirds were Republicans. Because you got to vote in a Republican primary. You got to be a registered Republican or an independent says, yeah, I want to be a Republican now. So uh, uh, so there's some of these polls, like the one uh, St. Anselm only had 50% Republicans in the sample. The CBS poll only had 48%. So, uh, uh, so what you've got is people playing games with these New Hampshire polls to create a contest with Haley. But I will tell you the one thing, the big contest is she is a rhino. She's an establishment candidate. She has weak positions where she has liberal positions on immigration, on the wall, on trade with China, and on taxes. And the base of the Republican Party and the independents that vote with us side with Donald Trump as the strong conservative candidate. So like in 1980, when it was the battle for the soul of the Republican Party in the primary with New Hampshire, when Reagan beat Bush, we are going to see Donald Trump beat Nikki Haley. Well, John, this the country's uh, screaming for the for the result and uh, for him to be back in office, uh, and it's all selfish. Uh, we all want a better country and we want better lives, and it's it's that simple. He is the path. He is the man who'll get us uh, up that path. I want to turn to the uh, uh, the Cook Political Report shifting Michigan, Nevada toward the Republican Party. Uh, what's going on there? Same thing, I've seen the polls where working middle-class Americans who may have voted for Joe Biden last time uh, are now voting for Donald Trump. So union members in Michigan realize their auto jobs depend on Donald Trump. They, they, they will be out of work with Joe Biden with his electric car mandates and their jobs will go to China. Uh, in Nevada, you have the, you know, the tourism, the hospitality industry, they flourished when Donald Trump was president under Joe Biden. Even Hispanic voters that may have voted for Joe Biden and have come here legally and are citizens, they don't like the open borders. They don't like the lack of economic growth. So they're voting for Donald Trump. So right now, those those when Charlie Cook puts gives the different Republicans a break, you know, we're doing really well. <laughs> Well, I think that's a wonderful way to look at it. Uh, the, the president right now, as he is campaigning, he is dealing, obviously, with all of the 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 persecution uh, uh, indictments against him, everything that they can pull out. Uh, one of the most interesting developments I've seen uh, is that Ed Meese, the attorney general under Ronald Reagan, has advanced uh, along with two other prominent uh, uh, legal uh, talents. Uh, a the view that Jack Smith is in an unlawful office. He is an illegitimate special counsel because Congress did not create the office. Uh, the Senate did not confirm uh, Jack Smith, all of which are required. Uh, your take on the potential impact of that development? Um, it's I'm sure it's Ed Meese I have great respect for. I'm sure they're right. It's unconstitutional, but the Constitution is an option for the Biden Democrats. They don't, you know, they're trying to throw Donald Trump off the off the ballot. So, you know, if that's not a violation of the Constitution, I don't know what is. Right. So, uh, so much for free speech, 
you know, they won because they censored Hunter Biden's laptop stories. They censored the New York Post. Alexander Hamilton founded it, the oldest newspaper in America. They censored it off Twitter, the Internet, the news. And so if they can, you know, if if they can tear up the Constitution and win in 2020, they'll do it again. You know, that's the way Biden works. Well, yeah. we're, going, we're going to leave it there uh, and hope that uh, at least the Republican Party has the uh, the energy organization and commitment to make certain that this is a fair and free election. Uh, but uh, that likely won't happen under uh, Ronna McDaniel. So I hope that the that President Trump replaces her straight away. Uh, quickly, your thought on that? My thought on that right now is, is, is we have to basically, we have to, we have to win Iowa. We have to win New Hampshire. We have to secure the nomination. And then I'm sure there will be improvements at the Republican National Committee. So McLaughlin is always with a, with a far and focused scope. We appreciate it so much. Thanks. John McLaughlin. God bless you. Thank you. Keep, keep getting the word out there, Lou. Thanks, John. And coming up here next, we talk with NSA former senior intelligence analyst Russ Tice about what is going on with the surveillance state. Stay with us.